Oh, lovely. <laughs> that was quite a nice one. It was quite nice. It was quite uh, quite soft. Welcome back to the Lights Out podcast. I'm back here again with my with my two best friends in the whole world, James and Jack. How are you guys doing? <laughs> it only took you like 17 years to meet us. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine. And how worth it it's been so far? Oh, I've waited. They said that good things come to those who wait, and that's me right now. I've had lots of feedback about the podcast. Yeah, yep, I've had a lot of feedback. A lot of it, including James. <laughs> Not to point any fingers. Yeah. But. Um, on that note, we are looking for a replacement. For James. <laughs> no, not not yet. He's on. He's on. A, he's on. He's on. Things. Applications are. Me and George are starting our own podcast. Remember? All oh, right. Okay. Whatever. We don't need you then. No, but uh, welcome back to the Lights Up podcast. Um, how have you guys been in the past week? Have you have you continued to drink? No, I don't drink now. Oh, you don't I drink don't, anymore. Don't You're now. off it. <laughs> I literally just spend all my time at the gym. Um, very good. Very good positive change in your life. What about you? I've been really busy. Course, work and stuff. I've been quite busy as well. I am so excited for today's guest. Do you want to tell us who it is? Yeah, it's my it's father. It's my dad. It is John Lewin. Um, also known as Jack's dad, and I'm very excited. He's brought a little list of things to talk about. Yeah, he's got which, so much. Uh, from the from the conception of this podcast, I was like, <laughs> I need to get my dad on the show. Yeah, we have uh, so many stories. We, to talk we about. said it first episode, and we we were thinking about doing it um, as like a calling interview on like Skype or something. But I'm so yeah, glad because my parents rarely come up because obviously I live so far away. Yeah, so I'm so I'm so glad that we managed so to we get managed to get them to get, Even to get big the Jack's stories, dad on. It'll be the embarrassing stories that you can tell us about Jack. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> well, yeah. not sure. Should we, should we get him in see yeah. what he's got to say? Let's get him in. Okay, cool. Welcome, Mr. Lewin. Hello. I hope I can live up to expectations <laughs> that build up. Hey, what are you doing better than Jack? <laughs> so, um... So uh, I, I've, I've heard that you have listened to an episode of the podcast. What do you think about Jack's involvement on it? Uh, I thought it was pretty good, actually, I must admit. I don't very often see uh, or hear my, my son sort of on camera or over the airways or whatever. Yeah, because we're not allowed to do FaceTime. Oh. oh, It's just audio. I see. Mum won't allow it. <laughs> she doesn't like being on the camera, which is why she's not yeah. on the camera with us today. Well, Jack's definitely minimum second best person on this podcast. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Don't need to put yourself down, though. <laughs> no problem. Um, so, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. And I'm just going to run through a couple of the things that I like to ask first before we get you to tell us uh, your story, which you've very um, happily prepared for us, which I'm very excited to hear about. Just give us a little bit about yourself, just at all. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm um, John Lewin, Jack's dad, uh, from Kettering down in Northamptonshire. Kettering town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what can I tell you? Went down to Plymouth Polytechnic when I was a bit about Jack's age. Um, <laughs> electronic engineer by trade. And you travelled the world. Travelled, took a year out to travel the world. Cool. Um, almost, not not as much as James by the sound. <laughs> yeah, but but I'm, I've travelled a few places. And this uh, is James in like 10 years time. Yeah. <laughs> well... Oh, I'm happy about that. <laughs> okay, so you're not very, re- you're not particularly religious. Not particularly, I wouldn't say so. No. Do you think that you have to be religious to believe in ghosts? No, I don't think you do. No. You think that it could be two separate things? Yes, definitely. Would you would you describe yourself as an atheist or perhaps an agnostic or do you not really like to? Agnostic, I guess. Agnostic. Yeah, that's same as, as well. same as Big Jack. Nice. Big Jack. Uh, all your Big kids. Jack. Have all the. Lou and boys been christened or baptised? Well, well, that's <laughs> well, a bit of a sore point, really, because well, Jack's brother Sam was christened and uh, Jack, that, Jack wasn't. Is wasn't it your young brother? Oh. No, my older brother. Why oh, okay. well, have you not told us about this? Three years older. I must have told you. Well, Shut up I, wasn't christened, <laughs> I wasn't christened until I was seven or something. I think I was christened. I'm not sure. 
Nothing, nothing's yeah. ever like come about. I think I've got pictures of me being held and being like dipped. Yeah, my niece isn't being christened. So. My brother was christened, but I wasn't. But I'm not my sister was christened, but I wasn't. I was always told to turn into a werewolf or just be careful if you're walking over gravestones if you've not been christened. Well, wasn't it? You can't get married in the Church of England if you're not christened. Yeah, is it that? That's right. And you can't be like a um, godparent either. Oh. Story time. Can you can you give us your first one, the biggest one, whatever's there, the the meatiest the story. Okay, I've, I've just got got a couple really, and a few anecdotal ones. But my, my own personal one was, uh, it would have been around about 1998 uh, on a dark winter's evening, driving back from I'd been to uh, night school studying um, bricklaying of all things, yeah. uh, and I was driving from Kettering to Corby, um, going down a hill halfway between between the two towns, and um, in an old Morris Minor, you, 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 guys <laughs> you guys wouldn't know what they are. But, um, James seems to know, but he is pretty old. So. I've also watched Top Gear. So, oh, okay, so <laughs> kind of about 9.30 at night, very dark, just going down the hill. And um, as I approached the railway bridge, going under the railway bridge, um, I, I kind of just passing under the bridge. And I, I glanced up into the mirror uh, and got a bit of a surprise because there was somebody sitting on the back seat. Oh. of the Morris Minor uh, and I knew that when I left um, I was the only one in the car so um, but it was uh, kind of a hooded figure sort of almost like from right. medieval times the dead face well it could just it was a male's face but it was kind of a, a brown sort of shrouded sort of yeah. hood yeah. what have you and uh, the, the hair stuck up, stood up on the back of my neck and uh, oh my god Karen driving and I, I kind of like tentatively I don't believe this and Turned yourself when up. I turned round, they'd gone, and but I know I hadn't imagined it. Um, oh my god, so yeah, that was pretty scary. And uh, afterwards, uh, when I, I, I told my, my gran who was alive at the time, um, and she said, Yes, there's, there's been quite a lot of re reports of sightings yeah. of ghosts there, which I, I'd never heard of before. Oh my god, I might, so, if we cut this bit, there's like on the internet, if I find it, Barford Bridge Ghost. There's been lots of different ones. Um, when you start to believe. Mm. Well, right. So I've definitely got says, an opinion about that. So this is the same bridge, and you didn't know anything about this, did I you? I didn't know, and I guess I was pre prior to that, I was pretty open-minded, but bordering on the sceptical side, yeah. mm. I guess. It's like most haunted roads, and the first one is Barford Bridge in Northamptonshire. Oh. And it says, the bridge between Ketron and Corby is allegedly, allegedly haunted by the ghost of a bearded monk. Which is well, I think exact. there was a priory at a place called uh, Pitwell or Pipewell, which yeah. is a village a couple of miles away from there. Yeah. And it says there have been numerous spirit sightings on the A6003. In 1984, a police sergeant and a woman both reported seeing the bearded man's face in their rearview mirror. I've literally got goosebumps. I've never heard of this. What? I haven't heard Wait, this. Well, You're making it up. Read that again. You're making it up. James, James go, back, uh, go back to your mic. Go back to your mic. October 2017. Uh, the British roads were drivers, blah, blah, blah. Have so. you not heard of those stories? I've heard the stories, but you haven't a lot. A bridge I've between Kettering and Corby yeah. is alleged to be haunted by a ghost of a bearded monk. Oh, There's been numerous sightings on the A6003. In 1984, a police sergeant and a woman reported seeing a bearded man's face in their rearview mirror. Did he have a Whoa. beard? I couldn't see a beard, but the fact that someone else is experiencing the rearview mirror similar to me... Uh, I'd heard of pit sightings, but I hadn't hadn't heard that sort of detail. Oh my god! Anything before that is properly spooky. Afterwards, I'd heard yeah. About it, yeah. In 2009, Northamptonshire uh, uh, Paranormal yeah, Investigation some, uh, Team investigation set up team a site and reported their unusual drop in temperature, and a loud bang was tied to the spiritual world around this area. Yeah. 
I was going to say, I think I think this is the first story we've had on the podcast where someone's telling it that's happened to themselves. They're like that they've seen something. It's the first time we've got a good guess. <laughs> well, well, I won't say that much. Thank but, you, Jack. <laughs> but when we had Eleanor on, it was a story about her sister doing something when she was young and she can't remember. With Cole, it was something. He was younger. Yeah, he, he, he was he was younger, younger. Can't remember. And also, he didn't see anything. He was just it was just him saying that he could um, like remember no, remember chair, things about his grandma chair. that he shouldn't have known. And then with Aiden and Matthew. Aiden told us a story about him and his, him and his grandma, but it was more about the grandma than it was for him. This is the first time we've had someone on who can, who was old enough and can actually remember <clears throat> seeing something themselves. That is like, and and that story as well. After you've like come up with that, that is really scary. It's weird that have you ever read that article before, Jack? Was it that just you searching it? Yeah, because I've researched it. I've oh, read okay. that article, but Dad didn't. I've know. never heard of yeah, it. That's he, a bit uncanny. But then you it. just said that's crazy. Yourself. It was a rearview mirror. It so, was under a bridge. It was between. Well, it was the same bridge. So yeah. it's the most haunted road in the UK. It was on on, on that list. It's one, is it? No. Is it just? I don't know if it's the most haunted. Road. It's oh right. well, it's, 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 it's one of them. Like it's, it's known for being haunted. Yeah. And the thing, the thing that's like it's known for being haunted about is seeing people in the the rearview mirror. Yeah, a hooded figure. Maybe that's just where ghosts uh, hitchhike <laughs> on that road. <laughs> Maybe yeah. It's a very high ghost hitchhiking hitchhiking is spot. It, but is Corby or Kettering famous for? That during like the medieval times of monks and not really no no not that I'm aware of. In fact, I don't really think that many people would know that story. Probably not. Like no. people would just drive like most people wouldn't know about yeah. the sightings. Yeah, like, I, I know a bit about Mitchell and Priory, but I don't mm. know enough to talk about it. I know, I know within Northamptonshire, obviously Mary Queen of Scots was beheaded oh, at okay. Fotheringhay, and uh, Aundel, there's a, a pub called the Talbot. And there's been sightings of a, a headless woman sort okay. of floating up and down the stairs. And Aundel is quite close to Fotheringhay, so that's the only other kind of... Mm. It doesn't um, exist, though, does it, the Fotheringhay Castle? It doesn't now, no. I no. think it's just been pillaged for local um, buildings and what have you. But I think there's a stone that's a shame. Mm. Mm. That is a proper good story that you just said uh, that's well, happened to you. there's many more on this list. Oh, my well, gosh. No, Maybe that's the last one. I wouldn't say there's many. Um, I've got a couple that you were saying about not mm. directly. So my sister and my dad have, have told me recently about yeah. some stories, uh, which I can share with you if you're interested. We'll we'll get to that just before we do. I just wanted to ask you the question. You obviously just told us that story, and you said that you you weren't particularly religious. You were, you consider yourself more of an, an agnostic, but you don't think that you have to be religious to believe in ghosts. Do you do you believe that that was? Do you think that that maybe something just weird was happening that 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 could be explained away, or do you do you really believe like that, that was something that happened? Like you've been awake since like six thirty in the morning, and you just randomly yeah. saw something um, or, 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 like hallucinating. Like, I don't know, I think, um, well, yeah, obviously it was weird to happen and and real enough to me at the time, um, mm-hmm. very scary, but I, no, I just, I'm a firm believer that, you know, there's there's a dimension that we don't quite understand, yeah. uh, that we, we, we can't, you know, they, they say that's only part of your brain, sort of 10%, 15% we use. Yeah, we open, yeah. So I think there's <coughs> like spirit world and sort mm-hmm. of some kind of... Um, ESP and you know psychic phenomena out, out there, yeah. But I, I don't think it needs to be linked to religion particularly. No, yeah. I've never fair. looked at it that way though. Like, because we only use fifteen percent of our brain, right? In theory, what happens if the other seventy-five percent like gives us the ability to see ghosts, see to interact with that like, aspect of it? Yeah, I don't know. Something that I don't, I've not really like. First of all, it'd be eighty-five percent, but yeah, I, did, I didn't think he was too was good on his maths. No, yeah, um, I didn't even hear what I was saying. <laughs> I, was, I just spent about 10 seconds just making sure that my math was right before I said it and then started myself like an idiot. Okay, well, no, that, that's really interesting. And that, I think that's definitely the best story we've had so far. Um, that was properly good. We're going to get uh, mad views now. Yeah. Thank you so much, John. We'll make it click, okay. clickbait. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to hit us with another one or have you, have you guys got something that you want to share? And then we'll come back to John in a bit. Not going to lie to you. 
I haven't got any stories this week. You failure. We're trying to be Welsh, So to that, I will transition back to our guest, John, and to ask if he's got any more stories to share. Um, I don't know if it's a bombshell, but um, yeah, I was just speaking to my sister uh, a little while ago, and she said uh, she was on her way back from work, again in Northamptonshire, uh, and a dark night, uh, driving past Grafton Underwood, which is where an old American airbase used to be. Grafton uh, Underwood. Mm-hmm. Approaching, and uh, there's a link to, um, what's her name? Uh, Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones, yes. Yeah. Her parents were in Grafton <laughs> Underwood. Yeah, anyway, that's a slight aside. So, yeah, um, <laughs> as we were approaching, she was approaching uh, Double Bends near a place called Walkton. Uh, she saw a, kind of a, a an old man in the, on the bend from the corner, but mm. it, it was more of a ghost than a man. Uh, and she kind of like had to swear to miss him and what have you. Did she crash her car? She did, that wasn't on that occasion. Though. <laughs> <laughs> She's um, just a bad driver. <laughs> she is a bad driver, yeah. But what kind of reinforces this, because she's a bit skitty, she, she, could, she could have imagined it, but her, uh, her friend Heather, um, when my sister Sandra went back to work the next day, she mm. said, oh, Heather, when I came home from work, and Heather stopped and says, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. I saw it as well. There was this 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 figure as I was going around oh, the right. bend and what have you. Was it it was almost, but it wasn't. Like, I don't think it was just walking. It was like float. It was like floating. So that's two two separate people who'd seen it. So if it was sister, I thought, mm, but mm. Two yeah, people. it's the same with me. As soon as as soon as someone says a story like Second. that, it's like well, skeptical. But then as soon as you get a second person's thing and it's the exact same account yeah, yeah. account, it's like that's when it's like oh, so well something happened like. Because it must yeah, it must have been something. Whether well, it was spooky imagine or not, imagine it as like fog, sort of mist, kind of figure. Is that the sort of thing? When she said it was, it was it's more sort of like kind, kind of half and half, I think. But my um, slightly another story, if I mm-hmm. if I may. Go my, continue. My, my dad on. and my stepmom. This was about only about five years ago. They were going through over a, a bridge mm-hmm. uh, in a, a village, similar village, Walkton actually, and uh, they're driving over the bridge. And my dad's. Uh, He's, he, he doesn't believe, he's sceptical, mm-hmm. he's um, definitely an atheist and, and whatever. Anyway, they were driving over this bridge, um, Humpback Bridge, and uh, he, he kind of saw this white figure sort of floating over the bridge, right. floating down again, like, like almost like it was trying to avoid being hitted by, hit, hit by them, <laughs> yeah. so it was moving away. Um, I don't know whether it was a Casper-type figure, but, right. but a m- mature version. But yeah. um, and then as I as I got over the bridge, he kind of looked at my stepmom, and she looked at him, and without him saying anything, she said to her, "Did you just see that as well?" <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was very real for them as well. Yeah. And yeah so yeah. Is that the same location as Sandra's? It's not the same location, but it's within within a mile or so, so yeah. not not that far away. A lot of uh, car-related ghost bridge incidents, related. Yeah. bridge-related ghost incidents. Yeah, I, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. I know where I'm not driving for any time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we go to uh, when we go to Carby to to, to to come visit where you live, will I will I take the train? I think. There's no way I'm driving down. Do you have trains in Corby? The train goes over the bridge, though. That oh, we go, oh we go even worse. There, so well, you might see, yeah, see something above the bridge. The the we'll get a bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's the main industry in Corby? Is it... Well, it, it used steel. to be a steelworks. Yeah. Steel yeah. Steel. The uh, Samuel Lloyd Weatherspoons. Yeah. <laughs> no, what would you say? I'd say... What's the population of Corby? Um... Tertiary industry. 60, what is that? What, like service, service, service industry. Distribution. Yeah. You know, yeah, once yeah. the steelworks. Uh, but yeah, it was 62,000. I said about 60,000. Yeah, uh, who's that? There's, it's Corby probably right. quite a lot more now, I'd say. 
uh, Jack tells us all the time about how it's like what one third Scottish people. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So many people uh, migrated down uh, from Scotland, Scotland, particularly mm. Glasgow, for uh, for the steelworks. Yeah. Do, do, do you think do you think Scotland's more haunted than England? Because I feel like a lot there's like a lot of castles there, a lot of history. Obviously, there's a lot of history in the, in England as well, but I don't know. It's just more like meadowy. I feel like some places have like higher density of stories. You get the impression it'd be more misty and atmospheric yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. sort of conducive to... Uh, exactly. Okay, well, I've got a story that I can tell. Is it about Casper? No, it's about um, one of my cousin's houses. I say cousin. She's like, do you guys have those people in your life that are like quite close to you in like family-wise, but they're actually not family whatsoever? Yeah, I don't call them my cousin though. Do you not? That's called my mate. Oh right, no. We we well well we've got like my my mum's best friends that that she's like grown up with her whole life. So your auntie. Well, no. So you're going with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we so we call her Auntie Vanessa, and she's got a child. Vanessa Jenkins. <laughs> well, no. Um, and, and and she's got a child called Georgia. So we call or I call her cousin Georgia, even though we're not actually related. Anyway, so cousin cousin Georgia lives in Salford. Um, uh, I think now I don't know I don't know any really I don't know the names of places around Salford I'm new here um, but they I, I'm not entirely sure where she lives now or if she still lives with her mum or if she's got her own place um, but obviously when she was when she was younger she lived with her mum and her dad sadly passed away and so it was just them two um, for a long time and they had like quite a lot of pets I think they had like three dogs um, and they were all really cute what but, breeds? Sorry? What breeds? I think one was a bulldog, and then I think the other two were terriers. And, but they were like brother and sister, and they were really cute. Um, but they, but, weren't, well, they weren't really brother and sister, but they'd known each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, they knew each other for the same amount of time as a brother and sister, so they just called themselves that. Um, so they, it was like... A, sorry, go on. This is, would like, if you had a dog right. and like a kid, would you call, say like brother and dad, the dog and the kid are brother and sister? Oh, no. I don't think so. Because I, I I had I had young dogs when I was a when I was a kid and I never said like brother I would be able to like parents call I'd be like the dog I, her kid no because I feel like you always call like you you always say that you're like the dad or I would say I'm the dad of a, of the dog that I own but then so, in theory uh, wouldn't if you had a kid wouldn't it be your brothers yeah well, we do yeah. that I'd say I'm the, like a sibling of the cat I used to get cards <laughs> do you get birthday yeah. and Christmas cards from your cat from my cat no. yeah. Oh, do, you not do, that? do the cats my get Christmas presents? Cats can't write, James. Yeah, my mum just writes cats in there. Cats do get Christmas presents. That's cats. confirmed. The cats get Christmas. Our, our yeah, dogs, you get in the, dogs you get in the little presents. stocking. Do you get in that? No. Oh. We, we, we just get my cat a little stocking. We just, uh, we just wrapped up a bone for our, for our dogs this year. Anyway. So Cousin Georgia is not yeah. really Cousin Georgia. Cousin Georgia, not really Cousin Georgia. Has a mansion. Had a mansion. It was huge. I doubt it. Yeah, no, actually. It was like a really big house, um, and, there was, and it was only her and her mum that lived in it. But it was like I think it was it was four stories high. It was quite slim. It was like a semi-detached, but it was really really high. Um, and I, I remember whenever we went there, me and Izzy would always stay in the attic room. Me, Izzy's my little sister, and my older sister, who was Georgia's age, would hang around with Georgia in the living room. Yeah. Because they could stay up longer. So one night when the parents went out into Salford or maybe into Manchester for, for, for a drink and maybe something to eat and left the kids by themselves, it would have been me and my little sister, my older sister, hanging around with Georgia and her mates that were in Salford that we didn't know. So me and my sister would just play around with the dogs and then when we wanted to go to sleep, which would be quite early, would go up to the attic. And then um, this night, this is the story that Elle's told me. This is where I'll pick it up from here. 
um, one night when we all stayed in George's old house and you and Iz uh, got made to sleep on the top floor and I had this weird feeling with my friend Emma and a few of George's friends and then noticed all the dogs and cats weren't in the living room no more. She's from Manchester, so she speaks a bit, a bit, um, a bit weird. And I instantly had this stomach-dropping feeling to check on you and ran upstairs uh, with a boyfriend of George's at the time and you and Izzy were both upstairs asleep on the bed with all the covers off and all three dogs and two cats looking at you from around the bed when the cats and dogs would never go to the top floor and you had to really try and convince them to go up there and most of the time you would just leave it because they hated going up to the top floor. And I got so spooked, we carried you both downstairs to be in the living room with us until the adults got home. And obviously I was asleep, so I can't confirm this story. But what I can confirm is that even though she might have been maybe exaggerating that they were like sat around, maybe they were just in the room, I'll tell you right now, those dogs did not go up there, ever. Because me and me and my sister would try and get them up there to come with us, and just like pet them. They wouldn't. They, they would go up to the first floor, which is where like the the mum of the house stayed, because they would sleep in her room. They would not go above that. They didn't like going up the stairs, and we never knew why. So I I I, I believe that it would have been really weird for them to see that the dogs were in there, um, and that me and Izzy were asleep with all the. I hated that room so much. I used to cry when they used to make me stay up there because I thought it was haunted. There was a rocking chair in the room that just used to rock. You didn't have a great no job. No one was sat in it. Well, no, this house was just scary. Like, we should go there one time for a podcast, haunted, maybe. But you don't believe in ghosts. I've yeah. said this before. I didn't, I, didn't say, I didn't say I think it was haunted. Well, I think I might. I just said it right there. When I was a kid, I mean. Like, when I was a kid, I would say something was haunted. But if someone was like, I saw a ghost, I would be like, well, maybe not. Any house that didn't have people living in was haunted. Like, an abandoned house, you were like, oh, it's a haunted or just, house. Or just a really big house with not enough people in it. Yeah, like, where I worked at summer camp, there was, like, a abandoned house. It's like upstate New York. Yeah. And Must be like, haunted. Yeah, it was like, oh, it's just haunted. And I was like, no, it's just a rundown house. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So what do you guys think about that? Dogs? Dogs being <laughs> dogs being haunted? Well, they say that dogs and like dogs and cats have like a sixth yeah. sense, don't they? Like, have you ever watched dogs with like newborn babies? Mm, no. Okay. They're like proper like in, around them, like them. Little dogs. Well, there was that thing going around. Did you see that? Like, you can husky. put... No, okay. You, no, you, 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 you can put an egg in a dog's mouth and it knows how delicate it, how delicate it is, and it doesn't like it bite down. It treats it really like calmly, and then it puts it on the floor really, like. And then I was like, maybe that's just like someone's taught the dogs to do that. So I got my dog, who had probably never seen an egg, put an egg in its mouth. I didn't like force it its mouth open. I was just like, have this, and it just went like that. It's and I put it, it I put it, I, I put it in its mouth, and I just went on a little stroll with it in its mouth. Didn't crack it or anything. Uh, dogs just know how delicate things are. I think I'm not but sure if it's like a spooky thing. Dogs don't lay eggs, do. <laughs> no, dogs don't lay eggs. Yeah, what are you talking about? No, of course they don't. Medic. What do you mean? Well, they're mammals, aren't they? Mammals don't lay eggs. True. <laughs> Wait, was that a genuine brain. question? I thought you were joking. No, I, was, no. <laughs> I didn't do a very good. Yeah, I was. Gonna... <laughs> I was just confused. Why would you? Dogs why would a dog never, never listen? Care about Have you not seen the hundred and one Dalmatians? Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's weird because dogs dogs probably don't come into contact with eggs that often. Yeah. Or at least my what, dogs haven't. Maybe dogs in the wild come into eggs come into contact with eggs often maybe they're just like oh we know what that is we'll leave it till it's a bit grown up and then i can eat it better but like my dogs would have never seen an egg because they've lived in our house the whole time yeah and so you put an egg in a dog's mouth and it's just instincts it just knows that it's delicate i've heard that as well that's not really ghosts i've never heard it but it it makes you wonder i mean obviously dogs and cats have a much more sensitive smell and hearing it makes you wonder whether they're that they can also perceive other things that we can't but um well, you get yeah. Dog, yeah, like dogs barking at random things, which could be like a paranormal, them seeing ghosts or things yeah. you're never going to know. Yeah, like a lot. I know a lot of stories that people say about like 
dogs like seeing things and then just start starting barking at a specific part of the house that they always bark at, but there's, nev- there's nothing there. Yeah. Stuff like that. I experimented with, with our old spaniel to see uh, whether yawns are contagious. I know they are between humans, yeah, yeah. but I wondered whether they were for dogs. What are you yawning? So I'm yawning in front of the dog, and uh, it did, after about three minutes it yawned, but it was probably thinking, stupid humans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Do you think, do you think dogs, like, I don't, I don't know. Do you think dogs think that we're more intelligent than them, or do you think that they think that we're just, like, the same as them? I reckon dog, dogs are happy to exist with us. Cats are just... Well, you got Dickens. a big, big cat lover here. Who? We've got two J- big, Jack. Two big. Jack cat hates dogs. Do you actually like cats that much? Yeah. I've grown up with cats all my life. <laughs> we were talking about this on the way dogs. here, weren't we? Hmm. I was saying, I'd, cats I'd, are independent. Like, they don't need yeah, to. I know, but everyone loves dogs. It's boring. Yeah. Well, so, I love dogs. Dogs are, dogs are way better. I'm just saying, cats it's are not cute, really in so. much of an opinion. So dogs you, are you cute. Have, you have cats and dogs. Dad, dad, I was raised with cats and dogs. Yeah. But you pre- and you prefer cats now? I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I I quite like cats. I wouldn't I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't rather have a cat for like a million. I'd much rather have a dog. But my well, my, my parents actually hate cats. Like they're just like just the worst scum animals ever. And my my, my dad's going to be a guest on the show. I think at some point in the future, so you can have that out with him. Well, they yeah. just bring like they bring in mice. They're just <laughs> scrap food. Yeah, but dogs are like I know someone they slobber, and you have to take them for walks. Cats suit themselves. <laughs> okay, so that, that was that was my story, gun about the cats and dogs sitting around the bed. Um, have you got any more for us, John? Oh wait, I have some. My old PE teacher used to walk his cat like on a leash. What? Really? Would you do that? Is that a thing? Yeah, my mum used to. Is that an actual <laughs> thing? Yeah. yeah, with Jemima when she was a kitten. How about that? Okay, uh, have you got any more stories for us, John? Um, <coughs> I know when I was a child, we got a friend, David, and he was really into kind of um, hypnosis and, mm-hmm. and uh, astro project, projection and mm-hmm. Ouija boards and what have you. Rennie doesn't believe in hypnosis, though. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. We, we were playing with the Ouija board in the shed, there mm-hmm. were four of us, my sister, um, David and his sister, so four of us, and I guess I guess I was eight or nine, something like that. And um, yeah, we, we were sort of calling out and asking questions and fingers on the glass and yeah. moving and then um, we'd asked a question and then right out of the blue was um, a crash of thunder uh, as the glass sort of went off the table now whether that was just coincidence I don't know you could you could say you know something, we've triggered something or something happened. so that, I don't know, but that, that was a bit, that was a bit spooky so you heard thunder yeah. and then the glass sorry what fell over no the glass oh moved, moved, off, off. moved off right 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 with it, all your fingers still on it yeah and as right. it Moved at speed off the table. There was before it even hit the ground. There was there's a clap of right, thunder, right, right, which was uh, yeah, kind of spooked us. Was a it bit. raining already? Yeah. Or was it just a random clap of thunder? No, it wasn't raining. It was a summer's day. And who and, and who was it? Who was it around the around the Ouija board with the fingers on the glass? All four of us. All four. So that's you, children, you and you and your, your three siblings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. very interesting. That's um, why we need to do one. I think I, th- I think we should. Not in. Would you do it in here or I, would you I, want to go somewhere haunted? My my family will actually kill me if I do one. What? They're they're literally all like, You can't touch that and I'm just like, Yeah, well right, well I don't believe that it's gonna do anything. So if, then if it does anything, then I'll be on your side and like and then then from now on like someone but, else has to sit there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, then someone else will have to sit here and I'll be on your side and be like, No, it's real, I promise. <laughs> I experienced I've, it. I've lived a good life. Yeah, but I don't know, maybe like I feel, I, I really wanna do it. 
um, because yeah. I, I I find it really interesting. Do you still um, have you still have an Ouija uh, and a Ouija? Hey, Ouija no, no, okay. no, I don't. But um, but um, then, then there was another <laughs> there was another unusual experience. I guess I was about eleven or twelve, and uh, me and some friends jumped on a train and went up to Nottingham during yeah. the school holidays. And we were walking around um, uh, Nottingham Castle, and there was a museum underneath the, you know, Nottingham Castle's got kind of caves and what have you. I understand the concept of dungeons. Uh, we, were, we were kind of in this museum underneath, and uh, just looking at the exhibits and what have you, and I, I just looked across and I could see uh, a death certificate, uh, and the name on it was John Lewin, which was a bit, I thought, oh, that's my name. In, the, in the caves in Nottingham? Yeah. It, well, in the in this museum, and right. I don't know why the death certificate was there, but what was really spooky was I looked at the date of death. Oh no! And it was 18th December, 1866. I was born 18th December, 1966. 1966. Yeah. <laughs> I've aged well. I've aged well. Yeah. But no, this, so no, this person is, with the same name as, as me yeah, yeah, yeah. had died a year to a uh, hundred years to the day that I was born. Yeah. And I thought. What are the chances of that? I know it's. And you've seen it. So your, I suppose your name's not very common either. It's not well, that sure, common, well, no. So I, I don't know whether that's something to do with reincarnation yeah, okay. or what. But that was that was that kind well, of. Well, that's the, the sort of really eerie. I feel like I've heard two different versions of the sort of recreate um, reincarnation. reincarnation thing, which is the. The, the people who think that, that like the light that you see I think you mentioned oh, this I in one of the, the podcasts light you see, the last light you see is the first one you see when you're um, being born right so do you think it's like a loop no or like that, 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 or that, that's, what, that's what that means no I believe in heaven right so I've heard also some people say that and this is the one that I've sort of looked into more about me obviously people are, be, are being born and, and dying like all the time like every how many seconds someone's born and, every, and also how many seconds someone's died so obviously the day that I was born on the 2nd of February 2001 so many people have probably died that day and so you can look up like the dates of death of people or like who died on this day so I don't know I feel like I've also heard that some people think that when you die obviously reincarnation you turn into another human like what you said it was a bit creepy that it, that guy death certificate was your name from the same from your birthday, apart. but 100 years before. I know that's still a bit creepy. I though. think it'd be creepy just seeing my like my name on a death certificate. It did. Yeah, the cane that made the, the hair the stand day, up on the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is just John Lewin. Just just John name. Lewin. Yeah, and I don't have a middle name, and no. this, this death certificate didn't have a middle name. And that's not that common, is it? I feel like most people have middle names. Maybe he wasn't christened as well. No. Well, maybe maybe he was agnostic. Well. Maybe maybe he was driving through Nottingham and looked in his wing mirror <laughs> and saw someone behind him <laughs> with a co- long hair and hoodie mirror. on. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Have you got anything else? I've got one final uh, ending topic, but if you've got any other stories, I want to get them all in one What's go. The one but if you've not, then don't worry the, about um, it. Ghosts, the like skeleton thing. Oh, uh, well, yes. No, well, you can, you can do that one, or you can choose one. Oh, that is that. that? Yeah, yeah, when, when, when I was travel. <laughs> well, when I was a child. Um, I say the 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 story about the the monk in the in the Morris mine under the bridge mm-hmm. is so real to me. So yeah. that, that that happened. I'm convinced that was there was someone in there yeah. in the back of the car. But this one is more a bit um, a bit sketchy, and I don't know whether it was my imagination or yeah. because a, a child had planted a, a fear that somebody had been murdered, sort of in mm-hmm. in some woods near where we lived. But uh, I walked across the field at the end of our road, and there was a spinny of trees. And a favourite tree we used to play on, a, an ash tree, which was kind of hooped <coughs> over and a, a rope and that. And uh, 
someone had told me that someone had been murdered up there and I guess I was about eight where, when kids could roam a bit more mm -hmm. freely times were different and sort of wandered up there and um, saw a skeleton hanging from uh, this tree by a rope like uh, round right. oh the like yeah. but, but there was kind of blood right uh, so it wasn't just a skeleton there was flesh on it as well but, yeah but I, I honestly I wouldn't be able to say that was definitely that was definite or whether it is a figment of my imagination but well that, that would be quite an imaginative thing to was, like Mm. That's like, the thing though, like there must be so many kids that have stories like that, but you're just like, oh, you're just a kid, like maybe it's just you've watched yeah, something different. Yeah, so you, you'll never know whether it's just kids' imagination or if like kids are more intact with that like other realm. It felt very real to me at that age as yeah. a child, um, but as I've kind of got older, I thought, short, no, I couldn't have seen that. I must have just forced that in my imagination when mm. I looked at the tree. Did you tell anyone at the time? I didn't know. It's the first time I've actually mentioned it. To oh me, my gosh. So. Ooh. World exclusive sort of a story. How, how honoured I feel. <coughs> Near Halloween, was it? Sorry? How, how honoured I feel to be the first to hear that story. Well, just it around Halloween. No. And you wouldn't have had Halloween decorations no. back then, would you? No. Not in a random tree. No. Yeah, did, no. you, like, did you ever have like nightmares or anything after that because of that um, situation? Not nightmares about that, no. I used to have really weird dreams about... Um, <laughs> not so much ghost-related, but... Um, I don't know if you've heard of a, a children's uh, series called The Clangers, where you yeah. have... Uh, I have not. Yeah. Right. James knows. And, and, and the landscape's like the moon and what have you, but for yeah, some really weird reason, this, you'll think this is really crazy, but if I went to sleep as a child and was facing the wall to the left, I'd always have this same dream that I'd be floating on a raft uh, down onto this planet that was like a dual planet to Earth, uh, so the street was the same as my street, but it wasn't um, it wasn't like vegetation and fertile. <laughs> it was actually barren. It was like the moon, and all the houses were on stilts. This sounds oh, wow. really weird. <laughs> no, no, but the weird thing was, uh, uh, and the people were the same, but <laughs> they were just they were just everything was good. There were people. Uh, there was no bad side to any people. Oh right. Uh, and but if I went to sleep facing the right. I wouldn't have that dream. So is that just because the last thing you see so at weird. night is like the white wall? No, I, no, I don't think so. But it sounds really like on drugs or something as a child. But no, mm, it's, that can be the um, was, and it was re reoccurring dreams. Like the but, effects of taking LSD. Yeah. <laughs> but, but not for like a couple of weeks. Like that went, that lasted sort of several months, almost yeah. a year or so. I'd have these dreams. Uh, reoccurring mm. dreams. I don't. I've not. I've never had reoccurring but dreams. Well, I, I had like forced ones. Forced like, ones. Like where you're forcing yourself to have like a like a what you want in life kind of thing. I used to dream like being a footballer and stuff when I was younger. Right. And like you just have the same recurring dream. What, because you, you, would, you would realise you were dreaming and then sort of try and make it into that? No, like I can you think that. about it before you go to sleep, like before you're dreaming. Oh. But then you dream like so many times, like each dream actually only lasts for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And you only remember the dreams when you wake up. Yeah, like yeah, you, don't yeah. you wouldn't remember the one dream you had because you don't actually know the perception of, uh, perception of time when you're dreaming. The only reoccurring That's dream I the only reoccurring dream I know of is my older sister <clears throat> Elle had this reoccurring dream that she was trying to escape a forest and she was like running through the forest and obviously every dream was slightly different but it was the same theme of she was running through a forest trying to get out of it and she never told me about it. I think she told my my mum about it or something because she was like she didn't like it like it used to scare her she didn't want to go to sleep because of it. Because she didn't want to be in, have the dream where she was stuck in a forest again, and I, I and I and I heard about it when it had finally finished, and like obviously your your dreams are just like your imagination, but your imagination just in just like in real life because it's trying to like 
acts as if it is real life. It needs like closure. So if you're having a dream where you're running through a forest trying to find the end of it, you're not gonna that dream's gonna keep coming back until you actually reach the end. And then the only the first time I heard about it is when she like walked through into the kitchen in the morning one day and she was really relieved and she was like almost in tears like talking to my mum about how happy she was because in her dream her reoccurring dream that she would have I think like a long time like months like she finally got she like escaped. found the exit yeah to, like escaped the forest but I've had like the same concept like it's not like a nightmare because it doesn't scare because obviously I know it's a dream now mm-hmm. but like waking up or like having the same dream like you're waking up and like oh I'm just in this dream like knowing if you go back to sleep you're going to have that recurring dream so I just like distract myself yeah kind of concept but isn't that based on like what is it Freddy versus is it Freddy, Krueger? Right. Did you know the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's Nightmare like, on Elm Street. Yeah, that's like scared to go to sleep because you're gonna have the same recurring dream. Right. That's like, like I, I've 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 had some I've had bad dreams that are similar, but never like the same yeah. thing. I used, anyway. be, I used to be scared of worms when I was younger, and apparently would have re- reoccurring dreams about worms killing me. <laughs> Talk- probably, probably led to my snake phobia. Talking about something that you're scared of. The last segment. I like to do. If you've got any other stories, I'd love to hear them, but I'm not sure how we're, how we're doing for time if you guys um, are ready to go. But last thing, unless anyone else wants to mention something, is I just wanted to ask something I want to start asking everyone is um, what's your biggest fear or what are you most scared of? Uh, being buried alive. Oh. I don't like that one. That's I hate the, that. That's probably the worst way to go, I think. Yeah, I think I think I had a thing of claustrophobia when I was a kid, and I still kind of got it. And I think it started because I watched a film and someone was buried alive, and is I was just called, like, is it called I Ron just Reynolds hated buried? it. No. Have you watched that? Ryan Reynolds movie Buried. No. But worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> you don't want to be cremated, do you? you? Want to be buried? I did want to be cremated, but I've, bizarrely, I've changed my mind. But just to make sure I'm really zombie. just make sure I'm really dead before yeah. they put me in the coffin. Get one of those bells. There was there was a time that, like the time where I was like I want to be cremated. I don't want to like it was because of the same thing. I was like I'd, I'd, I'm so afraid of being buried alive that I would rather just just 100% make sure just burn me and then I'll be fine. But obviously I'm quite young now, so I don't know how I'm going to feel when I'm older. But I don't like the idea. Dep- of being Depends buried. on how you die. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. That sh- I'm not that sure. I'm being buried. Maybe just a nice urn somewhere. Okay. Well, right. can you tell us the fruit bowl? Because I actually haven't heard it. Story. Oh, we got a final. It, no, it's final obscure. Story. It's nothing to do with ghosts. But yeah, again, <laughs> a similar age when I was a child, having these dreams facing the wall about this parallel sort of world. I, um, sometimes I'd go to sleep, uh, and I couldn't get to sleep because <laughs> I could, I could visualise a, a huge. Uh, fruit bowl, crystal cut fruit bowl, levitating above my head. Right. Yeah, and I'm kind of like terrified that it's going to fall on me and I oh can't move God. and I'm almost like paralysed sort of as a child looking at this. That, that's it really, nothing more than that. It, it wasn't there, was bit it? bit weird, it wasn't, obviously wasn't there, but um, it, I could see it there in my in my mind's eye before I went and it would stop me sleeping sometimes. Oh my God. Weird, weird. Did Jack ever like sleepwalk or sleep talk as a child or still, sorry? Has anything creepy ever happened that, about Jack? Um, not that I recall. It's never really slept walked. Neither him or his I brother. Think, no. <coughs> I have slept talked before, but I got told I did it the other day. <laughs> what slept talked or walked? Talked. Yeah. Hopefully don't walk. <laughs> End up My sister used to sleep walk and sleep talk in Spanish because obviously she she probably learnt Spanish before she learnt English. But do you dream or uh, do you dream in Spanish? I've had a couple of dreams in Spanish. Is he? Is I think is he? Used to like, he, before she moved to an English school for secondary school. So when she was in primary school, she would solely dream in in Spanish. But it's because she had like mainly Spanish friends. So when you think, I never now, had. think now, do you think in Spanish or do you English? Oh no, English. Or does it just depend on the people you're with? I I speak Spanish the same way that an English person like that's learned French speaks French. Would like you speak, it's, it's not that deep. Would you speak Spanish to like Hannah and 
Marina. Marina. When they would came. You, yeah, would you speak Spanish primarily to them? My friends you? who came around from Spain. Um, Sorry, I, there you go. There's a shout out. Well, Hannah, Hannah is from the UK and is the same as me. So she'd see, we, we could like, if, if other people were there and we wanted to talk and no one else understand, we could speak in Spanish, but we wouldn't yeah, speak in Spanish. Yeah, she spoke a bit of Spanish the other day and I was just like, I have no clue. Yeah, no. But with, uh, she's from that county in the north of England. I try and I try and speak Spanish to people who I encounter that are Spanish. But okay. other than that, no, I'm just fully English. But is Marina primarily Spanish? Marina is Spanish. Yeah, she's yeah. just from Lancaster. But now she's going to, to Lancaster Uni because she went to an English school where she met as well. Unfortunately. Anyway, there's their shout out. Yeah, H- Hannah. On the first episode, I mentioned that only one person listened to it live at the right time on or at the wrong time when it came out on the wrong time on Utter. Um, and it was Hannah, so there's her shout out. Happy birthday, Hannah! Well happy, birthday. Yeah. happy birthday! Happy birthday! Yes. Uh, yeah, the day before yesterday, Hannah. Well, what a shout out. Feliz cumpleaños. What a long shout out. She's going to be chuffed if she listens to it, which I doubt she will. Um, if well, she, she, if she gets this far in, yeah. after hearing the fruit bowl story. <laughs> time to switch off when you hear yeah. the fruit bowl story. Yeah. And time to switch the podcast off. So let's end it here. Okay, but thank we're going to have a great time. Thank you guys for coming back again. And thank you very much for our very special guest, John Lewin, who had some of the best stories I've heard thank you, so far on this podcast. What's your brother called? Sam. Sam okay, I was going to say, was it just going with Jays, but... <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Ghosts, for being here. You can now leave. Um, And we'll see you all next time. Thank you for United Beat and City. Thank you.